And uh, we'll continue with some of our conversation with North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper. We went to the governor's mansion yesterday. It's a bit of a tradition between 99.9 The Fan and Governor Roy Cooper. Adam Gold and I uh, would go there before the pandemic. And then uh, that tradition continued uh, the year after for the 2021 NCAA tournament. Uh, but that what I inadvertently did not realize uh, when Adam and I went, it was like a cordial experience. In 2021, it created this bracket feud between you and the governor because he got the bracket right. He kicked my butt. He really did. Yeah. He really did. And he actually brought out the certificate yeah. that you gave him last year. Well, he earned it. He did. He certainly earned it. Uh, so we asked him some questions about the sports wagering bill and the NCAA congressional involvement, potentially, for name, image, and likeness. But right now, it's time to answer some Hey Joe questions. Joe cracked the door, uh. Hey Joe, brought to you by Oak City Sports Cards, oakcitycards.com. First one from Jeff. Hey Joe, did you expect the glow of sending Kay into retirement to last longer? I see some fans lean into it, but it seems like a distant memory now. I mean, it depends on who you ask. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, if you will. I I, I think that, <laughs> I'll put it like this. I still feel strongly that how things went last year and the Duke Carolina Final Four Mageddon will always give UNC fans a trump card. All right? However, I do think that the way this season went for John Shire in year one has emboldened Duke fans to start pushing back and be like, whoa, hey, guys, remember the last time you were supposed to leave us in the dust? Well, think about that. So I, I do like how things have gotten spicy again because of a year ago, it didn't look like it could get spicy so quickly. Yeah, there's always a... There's a move, and then there's a counter move, mm -hmm. right? Last year, Uber Davis, first year, they end up in the Final Four. They win the two games that were, you know, what we thought would be conversation enders, or at least, as this person points out, an afterglow. But the way the Carolina season has gone, I think that's kind of sullied some of that. But, I'm, yeah, there's there are certainly Carolina fans who are still enjoying the way that last year ended. But last year ended, this year began. Mm -hmm. And if Duke's won the ACC title, that's impressive because you got to remember now. I, I know this is hard for Carolina and Duke fans, both of you, all of you out there. Your success is not guaranteed. No. Okay. No. So getting to the Final Four last year by Uber Davis was really, really good. John Shire in year one winning the ACC championship was really, really good. Those things aren't guaranteed. You should probably enjoy both of those things because. There's another school in the triangle which hasn't had either one of those things in almost 40 years. So think of it that way. Next up. I got a proposition for you. From Story, hey, Joe, how many games does each ACC team need to win, you know, to validate their inclusion in the field? All right, so we got five teams in the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. The ACC, I say we. The, the ACC has five teams. Oh, it's and, we. Yeah, hey, you're right. It is we. Uh, and we already got tournament. one win, baby. Let's go. Pitt. Uh, hey, look, Pitt. <laughs> Pitt almost didn't. All right, oh, it was pretty yeah. dramatic. I, I thought, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep last night trying to watch that game, but I woke up just in time to see the ending. Um, it's a, an uncanny ability of mine. I would say that if you get if you get two of the five teams to the Sweet 16, and it has to be the right team. So if Duke gets to the Sweet 16, and let's say Miami gets to the Sweet 16, 
then I think maybe people are like, well, you know, maybe the ACC I, wasn't so yeah, bad. I hate Miami's draw. Yeah, um, that's fair. I don't like any of the other teams that made the tournament. I think Duke will get to... I do think Duke's going to get to the Final Four. I do. Will that validate anything or change anything? No. Mm -hmm. will, it, will it change any of the conversations that we have about other conferences either? No. Okay. You remember last year when the Mountain West got four teams in and they all got just smoked out of the tournament? Just run out of the building? Right. Well, look who's back in the tournament for some more punishment the mountain west <laughs> they were rewarded yeah so narrative doesn't change it, it's nice that the acc had three teams in the elite eight last year but it didn't get them anything this year so what what do you want to happen in this tournament that you think will help them next year nothing or or you ready for me to go galaxy brain on this one okay maybe maybe conference rankings don't matter here is here is ultimately my takeaway for the acc because this was making the rounds last week during the ACC and SEC tournaments. Somebody had forwarded me a clip of the SEC network pumping up Vanderbilt. Okay? <laughs> and, and they basically were doing the thing where they took the worst aspects of everybody else's resume as though that's the thing they're known for. And then pumping up Vanderbilt. And it was, it was hacky. It was very, very hacky. The, the conference did this? The SEC network the commentators oh, same thing. did this. Yeah. Yeah, so yes, the, the conference did this. This would never fly on the ACC network. Remember, Jeff Capel was complaining on a coach's teleconference about the way the conference was being discussed on its own network. And I said then, and I'll say it now, ACC audiences, ACC fans reject that kind of propaganda. We're talking about a fan base in the conference that will count up the amount of positive tweets from the ACC Network's account to prove some sort of point of bias. Well, you see, they tweeted about Drake May 19 times, and they only mentioned NC State 12 times. So that clearly shows you that the ACC Network is in the bag for the Tar Heels. That is clearly, what, clearly. Clear, clearly, that is what makes up the ACC. And I applaud it, by the way. So if the ACC network were to go all in on propaganda the way the SEC does for its own teams, it would be rejected by the audience. Straight up rejected by the audience. Next up. How you doing? From Alonzo. Hey, Joe, why does the local media completely ignore the Charlotte Hornets? I realize that they suck and they're not in the Triangle area, but neither okay, are the Panthers. That's why are we asking this question? But, but, <laughs> neither are the Panthers, and well, they're discussed by the local sports media all the time. Because it's the NFL. Re yeah, regardless of how good or bad they perform. Because <laughs> it's the NFL. Well, and you like, can actually watch the Panthers in Raleigh. Well, that's a very good point, Dennis. It's hmm. a very, very good point, Dennis. All right, so let's, let's, let's answer that last part, why the Panthers. Well, it's the NFL. The NFL is the dominant beast in all of sports. So, yes, we're going to talk about the NFL team that's in the state of North Carolina. But this would be like me going to Charlotte and going, well, why don't you guys talk about the Carolina Hurricanes? And they're good. I mean, this is a team that keeps making the Stanley Cup playoffs, and I listen to Charlotte Sports Talk Radio. Do you know how much time they spend talking about the Carolina Hurricanes on T-Bone's show, Mac and T-Bone's show, the Mac Attack? Zero. If the Hornets, if the NBA does Michael Jordan a solid because God knows Michael Jordan needs a break in he this does. world. He does. And they get Victor Wembanyama. Do you think we would regularly talk about the Hornets? No. Okay. No. Well, because they had... If he truly is LeBron James. If, if he truly is another LeBron James. Um, you don't think that changes the calculus 
Okay, well, because I'm with you, you just, in the NBA, but you like, just invoked uh, you just invoked um, LeBron James. I'll correct. say I'll say this. I think it would be very similar to how we were with Lamelo Ball when he was healthy and he first started, and he was like a highlight machine. Mm-hmm. So I think what ends up happening is that in this area, much like the NBA, you consume it in highlight form. And it wouldn't be until the playoffs when there's nothing else going on that people will go, oh, okay, let me check out the Hornets. I think that's what would happen. He, he has a chance to be a true difference maker. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, Oak City sports cards, I'm waiting for those packs to come. I'm going to go buy a few of those to get some, to try to get a win, the, the French hey, Mamba rookie card because they're already talking about some of his autographed cards, Joe. Yeah. Will be a million dollars. His autographed, his, his true initial autographed cards yeah. rookie cards are going to start in the million dollar range mm-hmm. that's crazy that is bonkers that's nuts whoa <laughs> all right next up from sparty bill hey joe is it acceptable to wear another team's apparel at the ncaa tournament games i.e can i wear my michigan state gear in greensboro on friday or should i try to support whomever is playing Oh, this is like the Jonathan Jones. Are you allowed to wear a Houston Texans jersey, jersey to foul. a Panthers Bengals game? I say wear your team. I say rep your team. Rep your team because the NCAA tournament is a true ticket crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a Sparty fan and you were hoping they were going to be in Greensboro and you bought those tickets, mm-hmm. put it on, man. Hey, I went to the uh, I went to the ACC championship game on Saturday in Greensboro. Who are the two teams playing? Um, Virginia and Duke. I saw state gear. I saw Carolina gear. I saw Virginia Tech gear. Rep your team, man. Yep. Saw a guy in Florida State stuff. There you go. That's rep. impressive. It's it's a celebration of college basketball. So rep your city. Rep your rep your school. We got any more? That it? That's it. That is it. That's Hey Joe. Thanks to Oak City Sports Cards for sponsoring Hey Joe. If you got any Hey Joe questions, use that hashtag Hey Joe. We'll fish it out and we'll answer the questions like we always do at this time. We'll give you an update and go back to the governor's mansion. The governor had thoughts on the mobile sports wagering bill. How confident is he that it's actually going to go through this time? Next. We'll get you two minutes. Carolina Hurricanes with the win last night, but still reeling in the aftermath of Andres Fechnikov's injury news. He officially went on injured reserve today. He is done for the season because of a knee injury. And we'll also go back to the governor's mansion. He had some thoughts on the sports wagering bill and name, image, and likeness. But before we get to that, the Masters just dropped their Masters dinner. Scotty Scheffler is the winner, right? Last year, Joe so he, talks golf. So he gets to pick his he gets to pick his meal. That is how it All works. Right, this yes. is the meal. This is real. Mm-hmm. This is a real thing from the Masters Twitter account. <laughs> Cheeseburger sliders, firecracker shrimp, tortilla soup. Texas ribeye steak or blackened redfish, and a warm chocolate chip skillet cookie. Are we going to Chili's? Yo, that skillet cookie. No, I, no, I'm being. Did he just go for like the two for whatever meal at Chili's? Because I'm reading this and it's a Chili's menu. Did, is he turning the Masters into Chili's? The you missed the part of the sliders. They're Scotty style. What is Scotty style? No idea. <laughs> You know Scotty Scheffler is my favorite golfer, right? I did not know he was your favorite golfer. Uh, yes. Uh, he might be my favorite golfer now, too, because he's out here looking like he's making a meal out of Houston's. Yeah. He's from <laughs> Texas. <laughs> makes sense. I guess it makes sense. Technically born in New Jersey, but 
Shout out to the uh, what was it, Texas Roadhouse. Where, where are we going to have a bucket of peanuts that you can crack and leave on the you floor should. while we're at it? He made, you see you would like him too because he made a joke on Twitter previously posting the invitation telling the guys from Live to meet him on the ninth hole. Oh, I see. I like that. That's good. That is good. Carolina Hurricanes get the win last night against the Jets. Here's Adam Gold. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Let's do that hockey. All right, fellas, I got two minutes for C. We can score a goal. In fact, we can score five of them. Who needs Andrei Svechnikov? Here's the thing. This team, and I keep arguing with Hurricanes fans on Twitter. I know. I know, obvious. Spoiler alert. Gold arguing with Kane's Twitter. I get it. It's what I live for. It's my lifeblood. You know that. So everybody thinks, oh, well, they have to change their game. They have to figure it out. Nah, man. This is the same team going to play the same way, just without a pretty important piece in Andrei Svechnikov. He's done for the year with the torn ACL, but you know who isn't done for the year? Sebastian Ajo, he's still there. Tavo Teravainen is still there. Seth Jarvis is still there. Martin Natchez is still there. Yes, Barry Kotkaniemi. Behind the net, Kotkaniemi. Rap chance and he'll score! Smack on that rap, yes, Barry. Carolina takes a two-goal lead. It's 3-1. The truth is the Hurricanes get scoring from so many different spots. Sometimes when those other spots go away, the Hurricanes look like they can't score. But they can score well enough. They're top 12 in the NHL in goals. That's okay. But you know what this team is about anyway? It's goal prevention. And as long as they continue to play the way they play, it's not really about who's going to score the goals. It's about who's going to stop the goals. And I'm not even talking about the goalie. I'm talking about team defense. Jesper Foss made a great play to prevent a goal last night. Jordan Martinuk with a back check prevented a goal last night. It's these types of things. Carolina's team defense, which is going to determine how far they go. And, and I'll give you this free of charge right now. Other people are going to have to call a 900 number for this. It's the other team's power plays that will determine Carolina's fate in the playoffs. Four years running, that's what's determined how far Carolina went. The other team's power plays. So, they scored five goals. Yay! They shouldn't be giving up three, though. I was a little disturbed at that. Yeah, that would be my concern, too. Uh, there were some of those goals by Freddie Anderson that if this is the guy that's locked in for the playoffs, I'd be a little... Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't want to argue with Adam when he's not here, but, you know, what can counter the other team's power play? What What's that? Scoring your own power that, play that goals would be, to that neutralize. Would be, that would be nice, too. And not being outscored by eight bazillion goals yeah, in that, special teams. That that would be nice, too. But I, I get where Gold is going because I was making these points yesterday. We, we just go back to our ancient Sendek wisdom. You can beat teams by scoring more than them, or you can prevent them from scoring more than you. And that is going to be the Carolina Hurricanes MO going forward. It's been that, but it's truly going to have to rely on that. Can they win multiple series with that? Only one way to find out. Speaking of the Carolina Hurricanes, the biggest fan is North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper. And we actually caught up with Roy Cooper yesterday when we did the brackets. And we asked him about the current state of the mobile sports wagering bill. He unveiled his budget today, and it does include revenue from mobile sports wagering. So they're confident about this. A lot of people this time are not taking anything for granted. Mm -hmm. And I think that that... As a lot of lobbying occurred early, uh, people got positive responses from legislators, and 
they didn't do the things they needed to do to close. I think nobody this time is taking anything for granted. I'm going to uh, present my budget to the legislature tomorrow and to the public, and mm -hmm. it will have uh, in it funding uh, from sports wagering in the budget because I'm going to assume that it's going to be able to pass this time. So that's Governor Roy Cooper. We asked him a bunch of different questions, which we'll present to you throughout the show today. That was on the mobile sports wagering bill. And that budget was revealed today, and it included that revenue. And, and Brian Murphy over at WREL keeps highlighting the amount of people who were on board this time, Joe. Yeah, it was definitely promising. And that's not a person who's guessing, by the way. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the you head of think... our state government is not one that's guessing. <laughs> yeah, That's, not, think, that's yeah, not me and you being like, man, I really could use that ad revenue. I could really use those FanDuel or DraftKings bucks. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You don't put it in the budget. No. <laughs> if no, it's you a definitely guess. don't. Yeah, you definitely no, That's not don't. how the world works. No. Definitely. Just so you know. So uh, that's uh, – Brian Murphy wrote about this a little bit more. You can check that out on WRAL.com. The question really is what are we going to do on January 1, 2024? I'm going to play some golf futures. I would tell you that right now. We, well, there's, we a don't, re there's a reason Scotty Scheffler is my favorite golfer. We don't. We don't technically work that day, but do you think they'll invite us to the ribbon-cutting ceremony? Probably not, but that's fine. Should we do the show in tuxes the next day? <laughs> I'm okay without a tux, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, if we can get if we can get management to write us some tux for the shows, I'd do it. I can try to remember are the last you, time I actually a, wore a tux. Are you a vest or cummerbund my, guy? My wedding is the last time I wore a tux? Maybe. Are you a vest or cummerbund guy? Vest. I'm a vest guy, Full too. Vest. I'm just wondering if I, I go. I had a cummerbund for my high school prom. Ooh. Yeah. That's the, the last time I wore a cummerbund. Uh, last time I wore a cummerbund was at a friend's wedding. But the, the real question is, if we do tuxes, do I go full prom 1996? Yes. No. Uh -uh. With the, you go, you uh, go with, full prom 1977. No, I go full. No, my prom, <laughs> 1996, 1997, junior and senior proms, where I did the tab collar with the button, the big, bold button yeah. no, instead no, of a tie. No, no, I need you to do. You want? You, I want the powder blues. You want Dumb and Dumber. Yes. No, okay. I want uh, something a little classier. That little, maybe some oh, so you want, me to go, you want me to go like my dad's prom? Correct. Yes, he had I the bet ruffles. You, your, I bet you oh. your dad had a sweet tuxedo No, my dad crushed prom. it. My dad crushed it at prom. 